So, this podcast, is it any good? Eh, they follow some shite clubs, but it's a pretty good podcast. Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Absolutely brilliant from Liverpool. And for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic. A sensational start. A controversial start. And it's advantage to the Reds. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. D. Smith, welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista. Also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it is good to be a guy. It is a Tuesday night. We just watched the United States of America take on Jamaica in World Cup qualifying. And it finished 1-1. We share the points. So that just wrapped up World Cup qualifying another round in the books. And now we don't have any matches for months. Darren, it is good to see you. Jordan, it is good to see you as well. I don't know if you can see via Zoom. This is terrible to do to our podcast listeners. I had something happen today that's never happened before. I burst a blood vessel in my eyeball. What? Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know how. I looked in the mirror, it was there. Ah, I can't look. (laughs) I'm terrible with that stuff. I can't believe you got that close to the camera. How did you Uh, do that? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. I got up. It was a normal day. I did a little bit of exercise. You don't know? That that thing just happens? That's just a thing that happens? Just a thing that happens. I looked in the mirror and I said, Mm -hmm. what? I don't like that. You're telling me that could happen to me? That probably will happen to you at some point. Did that not mm-hmm. happen to your wife when she gave birth? Not that I'm aware of. Very common for women delivering children. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in that moment. I didn't notice if, if that happened. Well, it lasts for a couple of weeks. So. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, that I just guess- happens. Apparently, it's nothing really to worry about. It is brought on by stressful situations. Do I sound worried? Do I sound stressed? It sounds like I'm going to get one by the end of this podcast. You might. You might. They they are reactive to uh, tension, to stress, to Mm. bodily exertion. Mm. Sometimes people who have difficult bowel movements pop blood vessels in their eyes because that's like similar to a woman giving birth, right? I guess. I mean, it's all the same. I'm sure. But those did people, I, did I just understand you correctly? That people who, you know, sometimes lift weights, all that sort of stuff. That's the kind of thing that happens. Interesting. I guess. All right. Well, the, the weightlifting you're doing in IB has really paid off. It's, it's always leg day in Imperial muscle, muscle beach. It is always leg day in Imperial Beach. Yes, we got to see two U.S. men's national team games in World Cup qualifying. Dos Acero against Mexico. I'm mm. sorry. Everybody's really tired of hearing that. And what does that mean? Also, what does that also, translate to? I believe it is I believe it is two goals to zero. Mm. And a 1-1 draw against Jamaica. We are in the final couple of minutes of Canada two. How do you say two in French? Du? Du. Du? Du? 
Uh, 2-0, they're up over Mexico. Uh, I think a fair case can be made. Why do they play this? It's like five degrees in Edmonton or whatever the hell they are in America's hat. It snowed eight inches today, and they <laughs> made Mexico play a World Cup qualifier against Canada. Yeah. All right. So live table. I love the live table. Uh, give good. it to me. Give us good. Live. I can't get enough of a live table. Yeah. Uh, well, so top three automatically qualify. Let's give those reminders before we just dish out a live table. Top three automatically qualify our fourth place. We'll have to go somewhere in the middle of nowhere, probably, and play a game. And if you win, you get to go to the World Cup. And if you don't, then you go home. Man, that is going to be a brutal spot to finish for someone. And it could be us. Uh, Canada, 16 points lead the way because they're whooping up on Mexico right now. So they are top of the table, 16. United States of America, second place with 15. Mexico, third place, 14. They have the same amount of points as Panama, um, but they are ahead of Panama currently in the table. So Panama, fourth place. Costa Rica, Nine points, five points back of uh, the fourth place spot in Panama. So that's the live table there. Canada on top. And this is going to be the table. Um, I mean, unless Mexico finds a way to score a couple of goals here late during this podcast, which who knows, um, this will be the table for weeks. It's going to be the table until late January. In fact, the next match for the United States is January 27th against El Salvador. So whatever it is, this is what it will be for quite some time. So get used to it. Yeah. January 27th against El Salvador, that one in the U S and then January and trip to Canada. <laughs> we got to go up there or I might actually be fucking colder than it is now. Mm-hmm. So that's not exciting. So laugh all you want. U S fans. Like it's going to be probably worse on January 30th. So what Jordan you said, said that is Stadio Azteca. I like that. That actually was good. I thought that was clever. I thought that was really good. If World Cup qualifying ended today, which it doesn't, we just mm. got. I wish it did. Can it? Can we please just have it end today? Uh, who says no? Who says no? Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. <laughs> Probably. So Canada would win the third round. The U.S., Mexico automatically would qualify. Panama would be in the position that the U S couldn't even get into last cycle through that Mexico was in two cycles ago, mm-hmm. that they would play in the interconfederation playoff, the intergalactic interconfederation playoff. They would be in that situation there where they'd go play someplace somewhere that nobody can find. So right. about that. So uh, yeah, I, I guess just past the halfway point, how are we feeling about this situation? Yeah. So I feel like it's about to get a very different. I feel like it's about a, intensify things are about to really ramp up once we get to those next set of matches. Cause it's different now. Now, um, now you're playing three matches in this sequence. We've been used to playing one and then a couple days off and then you play another and then you get a break that's done as of now, um, coming up late January, you get El Salvador at home, you go to Canada. And then a couple days later, you host Honduras, you get three matches in a handful of days. It's a lot. And then you get a break late March to wrap it all up at Mexico, host Panama at Costa Rica, all that happening within a week. It's a lot of travel. 
That makes you nervous, doesn't it? Those are not easy places to play, and there's not a ton of history of the U.S. actually doing well and getting results in those types of situations. No, and here's uh, one of my takeaways, just kind of as we set the stage now for what it will be going down the stretch, six matches, three at home, three on the road. I don't like the fact that we're finishing on the road. That just gives me bad memories. Like it, it feels like there's, it feels like that match is going to be very important. March 30th at Costa Rica. Hopefully not everything is on the line, but I have a feeling something will be on the line and I would much prefer for that match to be at home and it is not. So there are a few things I don't love about the schedule coming up. Um, but definitely a few of the takeaways that we should all get used to now is that once those matches do come, they're going to mean mathematically, they don't mean more, but they're going to feel like they mean more and they're going to come at you a lot quicker. And it's, it's going to be really stressful coming up here in 2022. I know it's like, you, you can't even allow yourself. You can allow yourself a couple of hours of feeling good after the Mexico match. If you're a U.S. fan, you felt pretty good. Wow. Okay. Maybe I was wrong about Greg Berhalter. Maybe, maybe this is a changing of the guard. Maybe these are the new giants of CONCACAF. And it takes you a couple of days. You're like, shit, man, we might have to go and, and go play uh, Oceana somewhere. You know, mm -hmm. who knows? Like Panama is, Panama appears to be a little bit of a fly in the ointment for the U.S., for Mexico, and for Canada right now. And, and I'm sure Panama is probably like, damn, these Canadians, what a fly in the ointment that is. So, you know, and Costa Rica is probably like, geez, Louis, like we're not that far away either. So yeah, it's, it's world cup qualifying and there's, there's just nothing like it. You know, there's nothing like the pressure of, of qualifying. I watched some of the UEFA matches this week, watching Italy try to beat down Northern Ireland and Spain and, and, you know, guys like the tension of, of even qualifying from Europe to CONCACAF it's there's just nothing like it man and and you're you know you're only going to be as good you feel great you feel like you're on top of the world right and we saw the Mexican newspapers all of them with you know yes we are their sons fathers and sons the return of Dulcero right all of those great headlines that were making around and then for all of that on Friday night you go to bed at night, you know, you're still, you're not even top of the table. You know, maybe we should have been saying that. If you're saying that about the U S what are you going to say about Canada? Hmm. I, I will say this. And normally, normally I'm more cautious, but I, I do feel pretty good actually from what I've seen from the U S and I know we what, what happened against Jamaica earlier isn't giving me any reason to say that things are going really well, but I will tell you if we rolled into this weekend and you gave me the option of having a win against either Mexico or Jamaica, I would have signed up for that win against Mexico. So if, if I'm going win draw, this is the way I want it to play out. I want to beat Mexico. And if I'm forced to get a draw on the other end, I'll draw against Jamaica. If that's the way it has to play out. Um, it helps us in the standings at the top. It impacts what's happening right now. It's the reason why Mexico is currently behind us. We could be third, if not for that result. So it's, um, it's not ideal. You beat Mexico to start. You, you kind of expect six points out of the two at that point, you really have set the stage to get all six, but if you are only going to get one win of those two, sign me up for that win against Mexico. That's exactly what happened. And now you just got to roll the dice rolling into the next uh, trio of matches. You get another break and then you get three more to finish. It's, it's cliche, but it's cliche because it's accurate. Win at home, draw on the road. It's exactly what window. Three at home, one on the road. Take it. No 
know, yeah, listen, that that dude who plays for West Ham, that Jamaican, that was a freaking rocket, man. That dude has just been unbelievable to cycle through. So, you know, there's only so much you can do. I, I like playing Zach Steffen. You know, you didn't have Weston McKenney. I thought the midfield clearly not as good in Canada as it was against Mexico. But, you know, all in all, Jordan, I think if you would have said you get four points out of this window, you probably say yes every day. Yeah, and Christian Pulisic did not get injured in this window, which I think is fantastic news. It was very important for Chelsea, uh, also important for the U.S., also important for Christian Pulisic, clearly, uh, who has been in the news for a, a couple of reasons. Um, the injury front, of course, that's usually why he's in the news. The other reason, uh, Thomas Tuchel kind of putting some pressure on the U S at least that's the way I read it to make sure that you did not overuse Pulisic here in this window. Um, if you're Greg Berhalter, because Chelsea have been very patient with Christian Pulisic coming back from all of these injuries. And the last thing they need uh, is for the U.S. to just run them out there, crank them out for 90-90 because these matches really, really matter for the U.S., which they do. And quite honestly, if that's what they needed to do and Christian Pulisic wanted to do that, I have no problem with it. Um, but clearly, Pulisic, that's not what, that's not what was uh, in the cards for him this weekend. He did get in against Jamaica, but no injuries. That's great. Tuchel's happy. The U.S. has to be happy for that. And uh, based on some reports about Barcelona and Christian Pulisic and the club being interested in America's wonder kid, I guess that'd be good news for Barcelona as well. Why is your club trying to poach, poach Christian Pulisic from Chelsea there and back off? Would you? Oh, is that the situation, Jordan? I thought I read it that Thomas Tuchel was fed up with Christian Pulisic and wanted to move on from him. Oh, and Barca who wrote that? Tuchel did not write that. Chavi sees something in him that they could unlock, that they could even create mm. a better player than Chelsea's even capable of. I thought that's what I read, but I, I might be mistaken. Unlock on that. those hamstrings and then you got something. How do you, well, they did replace the training staff at Barca. So that's, that's good news. How did you like, by the way, I've never known Christian Pulisic to carry with him any sort of edge. Now I don't watch nearly as much as you do, right? We saw him a little bit in Dortmund and you clearly played way more attention since he's, moved over to Chelsea, mm. but the nation's league final shushing the crowd, taking off the shirt. Right. And then the man in the mirror thing from this past weekend, I know other players, teammates got credit for that, but that is a little bit of personality that I, I am unfamiliar with. If I followed more Chelsea football club, would I have seen more of this type of edge? Yes. This type yeah, so he has an attitude. I think he, yeah, I think he's always played with a little bit of an attitude. Now he's not the biggest guy. He's not shoving people around and going shoulder to shoulder and having people go fly, but he's, I think he, he's got some sass to him. How about that? He's got some attitude and he's no. got that really cool tattoo on his forearm where he puts it up over his eyes and he turns into a lion. I love that. I will say, I guess the difference is or is that a tiger? I'm sorry. The last felines are amazing, great species. But I think that, you know, it was difficult for those of us, you know, and I clearly paid more attention to him when he's playing for the U.S. men's national team than when he plays for Chelsea or when he played. It's a tiger. And so from that standpoint, he was overshadowed by some of those outgoing players like Michael Bradley and 
I mean, pick whatever other former player you want, you know, sure. like, like, you know, he was overshadowed. He's sort of finding his way youngest player there. So, you know, maybe it was difficult for him to really shine and, and blossom on that stage. But, you know, this time, like you can tell, like even him coming on when he came on, like 70th minute, boom, scores the goal. Of course it had to be him, him game winner, cup winner against Mexico in the nation's league. Like I like it. I like it. There's a little bit of personality there. You know, I, I didn't think he was a, like a, a dead stick, hmm. you know, something, but I didn't realize that he had that kind of like, Hey, let me lift my shirt and show you the man in the mirror message memo Ochoa. Now I'm just looking up uh, Christian Pulisic tattoos on Google. He's got good ones. Our tattoo game, this, this team's, this is a young team with really good tattoos. I feel really good about our future. Is this true? I, I'm, I'm just some, there's a graphic that comes up pretty quickly on Google images that breaks down a lot of his tattoos. And I would imagine if someone went through the effort of actually creating a graphic that these are real tattoos of his, um, but it says that he has the copy of the declaration of independence covering his entire back. Is that true? What? There's also a, uh, a reference to uncle Sam riding a bison on his inner thigh. Is that true? Come on. What is what he do you mean, come on? I don't know. I'm just telling you, this is a picture that comes up right away. The declaration of independence on your back is an interesting choice. Who exactly would you want to read that? read it yeah <laughs> they're words i understand that but why no come on well then why would you put it on your body i need to know if he really has uncle sam riding a bison on his inner thigh can you google that can you google christian Polisic uncle sam riding a bison inner thigh is this not going to take me to some porn site maybe let's roll the dice let's see what happens all right uncle sam Riding a bison. <laughs> Naked. It's, sorry, Snopes has said that that is inaccurate. No, it's, it's false. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think, you're reading a, I think you're reading a fake site, dude. I'm not even on a site. I'm just telling you. There's a whole breakdown on Google. I need to figure out the Declaration of Independence is actually on his entire back. Uh, either way, if he goes to Barcelona anytime soon, I just want him to play. I want him to get rid of these injuries. That's what I want. And if he could do that, then do it at Chelsea. He doesn't need to go to Barcelona for that. Chelsea's not holding him back. His injuries are holding him back. Now you got me on this website with these tattoos. What's wrong? What'd you find? Preamble to the Constitution. Oh, so you're looking at the same thing. Can't be right. Why, why are you against this? What if it's true? <laughs> and the world cup you got a fight in the mexico canada game here really canada mexico just scored in the 90th minute Ugh. 2-1 2-1 yeah and the canadian keeper was not having it whoever it was that was trying to take the ball out of the net huh uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, listen, Barca doesn't have any money. So if Chelsea actually wants a fee for him, it's not going to happen. Okay. Everything I said about those tattoos is fake. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but it made for good content. It was a guess of what his next five tattoos will be, which is pretty good. World Cup, which I kind of thought you can't have a World Cup tattoo quite yet. Got to win it. If you're going to tattoo the trophy on your neck. Well, if he was going to tattoo a trophy on his neck, Jordan, it would probably be a Champions League trophy. Really, what threw me off was there was no reference to his tiger tattoo. That's where I knew things have, had gone wrong. He also has a giant eagle and American flag tattoo. I kind of wish the Uncle Sam riding a bison tattoo was true. I wish that was a real thing. If the U.S. wins the World Cup in 2022, I will get an Uncle Sam riding a bison tattoo on my inner thigh. I'm not worried about that. Me too. I'll get it on my forehead. <laughs> I'll get it on the broken blood vessel in my eye. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it on Luca's forehead if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there was actually a fight in that match hmm. just some handbags you know what happened you score late you try to get the ball out run it to midfield and the canadian keeper just wasn't having any of that shit yeah hey um i do have a question about loyal i'm, I'm done with us do you have anything else you want to go over polisic you done poaching him no I'm, i mean i love i love timothy Weah. I love Eunice Musa, but I'm ready to move on. Do you remember when in the off season we start to hear player announcements for USL? Because there is so much roster turnover in this league. Um, so clearly there's gonna be a bunch of new players coming in. There's gonna be a bunch of players that were on the roster that will not be coming back. When do we start? I don't think it's anytime soon. Maybe it uh, is. It's gonna be a I, case to I, case. Everything's different, but I don't well, know. I can tell you where I know where I was when you and I interviewed Corey Herzog. I was with family in Florida in December. And I remember between Thanksgiving and Christmas, because last year during COVID, we didn't travel on the holidays. We traveled one time. I want to say first or second week of December to Florida with family. So we would not be part of the whole whatever travel scene existed. So I would tell you that that was first or second week of December. And we were interviewing Corey Herzog on zoom. I was in okay. the Florida rental house. So I don't really think we're that far away from interesting. Yeah. He was chilling on his couch. I remember that. Yeah. I would say you probably got to finish the season. You know, you probably got to finish out the playoffs and the USL cup, which is another well, our season's done. Yeah. I don't know that you can just go sign players that are currently like on rosters and shit, but like, hmm when their season's officially over, over. I'm sure that there's some groundwork being laid. I'd be shocked if our friends at Loyal were not putting out some feelers for different players. Why? Who do you want to sign? Who do you want to, who do you want replaced? Who do I want replaced? What a funny way to phrase it. Are you rooting for Orange County or are you rooting for San Antonio? San Antonio. Good answer. San Antonio and Tampa. And Tampa. Yeah. Rowdy's got uh, cheated last. Well, I mean, listen, they got COVID, but I would like to have seen them in the cup final. So I'm, I'm rooting for Rowdy's and San Antonio FC. You? Ah, sure. I can tell you're really emotionally invested in that. I was rooting for Roots, honestly. I can really want to see Roots. Yeah. Well, now that Roots are out, then I'm kind of like, I mean, once Loyal got locked out, I said, hey, all right, let's 
let's pull for roots in this situation. I'm not going to be pulling for orange County to win a championship. Fuck no. Why? Why would you? Yeah. I mean, their own fans to do that. Why would we do that? So like, let's San Antonio do it. <laughs> and then, um, really who cares about the East? I did see Jack Metcalf, I believe went to that playoff game. I thought he posted that on Instagram. Which one? Roots in Orange County. Is he under contract or is he scouting teams? I think he's scouting, but I'm not Mother, sure. Motherfucker. <laughs> he's got to like North Park, right? See North Park? He is North Park. He's very North Park. I asked Landon. The Landon gave me a list of players who were signed for next year. He said, How long is that list? Uh, about seven or eight. He That's said, not very long. Austin Guerrero and uh, Anthony Siaha. So both keepers. He said Jack Blake. Colin, yeah, we knew Jack Blake. Colin Martin. Um, what about Toomey? I would imagine Toomey. I'm not positive on that one. Mm. I'm not positive on that. Obviously, I, only, gonna- I only say that because Toomey goes way back. Toomey was with uh, Nate Miller before Nate was even with Loyal. Lancaster. Stoneman's back. Yeah. Stoney. Nice. What about Yarrow? I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised if that guy found his way to Major League Soccer, though. That's true. All right. Well, stay tuned. There might be some news coming up then with San Diego Loyal. Yeah, I think so. Unless the calendar is completely different than last year. I don't think it's going to be too much longer. So what are we doing here? We're in the 97th minute. Let's go. Is it still 2-1 or is it 2-2? Still 2-1, five minutes stoppage, but we're in the 97th minute now. So this is like playing Phoenix Rising. I was going to say this has got Chandler written all over it. Yeah. I'm kind of scared to like say goodbye before this one goes final, you know? Otherwise, we got to update the live table. Although I would tell you, I mean, a draw here is actually probably good news for the U.S. Right? Because a draw brings Canada to 14, so the U.S. would still be on top of the standings. It really probably doesn't matter at this point. We just needed, we need to figure out how to get all three points against teams like Jamaica. That's what we need to worry about. Uh, you don't allow uh, ridiculous goals from uh, Mikael, Mikael, what's his name from West Ham? I think you nailed it. Um, I got it. I got it right. Mikael Antonio. Antonio. And- <laughs> All right, what else you got? You got Chelsea upcoming this weekend? You back in mode or you just still in uh, national team mode uh well listen this was a big day for the national team so it's pretty locked in there i was in christian Pulisic u.s jersey mode not christian Pulisic chelsea mode uh this weekend's actually a big one i will not be getting up for it because they play at 4 30 in the morning but chelsea do take on leicester at leicester mm-hmm. at leicester just a couple of big six clubs going at it on a saturday morning excuse me just a couple of big six clubs from the Premier League getting after it on a Saturday morning. Mm. Top of the table, Chelsea. What? 
get of this Canada game. It's like it's, a total melee on the field. We'll see. Oh no! Did someone get hurt? Is it an injury or is it because of a fight? There's a big scrum in the middle of the field. Didn't this happen last time they played? We were doing a show. Yeah, Loyal was playing that night. We were up in uh, North County somewhere. Rancho, Henesquitos, Bernardo, Skitos, something. Rancho Mosquitoes. That's it. That place. Yeah. What was the name of that place? I believe it was uh, the Salty. Salty. No. No, 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 no. The Salt Lick. That's Austin. Wow. It's the Naughty Barrel. Naughty Barrel. There you go. It. I nailed it. Yeah. Good pull by Jordan. Good call. Okay, Darren. Really good podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, I have a question. Quick question for you. Let's just this though. Is the Tell question me. all right? Is your question who is top of the table in the Premier League? No. Can I answer that question? Yeah, what do you got? Chelsea. Okay. okay. What is happening in this game? Um, how do you feel about Club Legends taking over as manager? It works out really well after you fire him. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's a fact. The final in Edmonton, everybody. Is it? Yeah. Estadio Azteca has frozen over. As Azteca has rewarded the home side to one. We don't know if that's good news yet. We'll it could see. be terrible. could be terrible. News. We don't know. Maybe Mexico doesn't win another game. Maybe Mexico doesn't qualify for the World Cup. Everything about that. Maybe Mexico has to go back to the inner confederation playoffs. Maybe. And then they're going to have to go play Antarctica. Maybe the U S will save their asses again. Like they did two cycles ago by scoring against Panama with oh. Graham's they're probably going to disappoint us greatly. All right. I will, uh, we'll chat next week. Maybe there'll be some loyal news to discuss. Who knows? Uh, do you know something? 